So how do you attract new business so you constantly don't have to chase it? Hi, I'm Mike Cuevas, the Real Estate Marketing Dude, and this podcast is all about building a strong personal brand people have come to know, like, trust, and most importantly, refer. But remember, it is not their job to remember what you do for a living, it's your job to remind them. Let's get started. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude Show. And folks, we got quite the show for you today. If you haven't been tuning in lately, we talk about attracting business, not chasing it. I think lead generation has changed and it will continue to change. But the one thing that doesn't change and hasn't changed since the dinosaurs ruled the earth, at least in the real estate market, is how and as how people choose their realtor. And the truth is that over 78% of them choose people that they already know, use in the past, or personally met. And what we're going to be chatting about on today's show is all about referral marketing. One of the things I cannot stand is people tell me all the time, hey, how are you going to scale a business off of referrals? You can't. You need lead generation. No, you don't. You need attention. And you need to know a lot of people. And then you need to stay in front of those people and nurture them quite oftenly. And we have just the expert that's going to show you exactly how he does that today. As a matter of fact, he's done over $40 million last year, closed over 200 deals with only six heartbeats in his office. And none of this, let me repeat that, none of this is from buying Zillow leads, purchase expensive leads. He's done this organically and he's attracted his business because he's built a brand simply by nurturing and staying in front of people he already knows and has worked with in the past. So without further ado, we want to go ahead and introduce Mr. Will Penny to the show. Will, what's up, buddy? Hey, man, I'm so excited to be on here. I love, I love this. Why don't you go ahead and tell everybody whom you are a little bit, and then we're going to get in and start asking you, how the hell you did this? So uh, go for it. Well, uh, my wife and I own Penny Real Estate Company in Stowe, Ohio, which is a suburb of Akron and Cleveland, just Northeast Ohio. And uh, we started Penny Real Estate in February of 2001. Um, I became a realtor when I was 19, uh, April of 1988. And uh, I was, uh, my nickname was Flash in the Pan Penny. And uh, I worked against that. By the time I was 25, I made Century 21 Centurion Award, which is 60 transactions in a year by myself. We didn't have email back then, so you had to present all offers face-to-face. And uh, back then, I was the uh, for sale by owner king. But uh, starting in about mid-1990s, I started developing a database, and uh, we've been working it ever since. And uh, probably 70% of our business is people who know, like, and trust us already. Nice. Like it. And Will, um, Will's thing here, he's telling me on um, ahead of time, you guys have really mastered the art of uh, Facebook groups. Um, and that's what we want to keep our focus on today. And I apologize. I thought you were 100% referral based, but whatever, where is your other 30% of business coming from? Out of curiosity. Probably, uh, I, I got on the Zillow wagon early on with reviews and we have 557 of them. So it's all organic. I was spending about $3,000 a month on Zillow. I've paired that back to almost nothing. The only reason I didn't cancel it all is because I don't want to lose my reviews. Um, but for all of those of you listening, that's going to end at any time. So if you've got reviews on there, put them on an HTML page and save them because they're going to go away. Interesting. I did not know that. But this well, is 100% attraction. You got people finding yeah. you on and they're looking at the reviews. Folks, what someone else says about your business is more powerful than what you'll ever say about it. There's a reason why when you say, I've been in the business for 25 years that everyone just tunes you out. 
it's much more powerful to have somebody else say, Hey, Will did a kick-ass job and he just dominated my, my fucking investment. And that's why I like Will so much. That's a lot more powerful than anyone ever coming out and saying, Hey dude, I'm the best. I'm the best. This business is not about I, it's about them. And the more you serve, the more you sell. So Will, I want to get into, um, I want to get into this Facebook group thing. When did you discover this Facebook group thing? And let's start with that first. Like what year was it? When did you start figuring this out? Um, because that's very interesting. All right. So I'm going to have to backpedal a little bit. So um, we usually have client events every year. Last year, obviously, was a disaster. Um, so we didn't have a client event. Uh, every year going into the new year, I, I go to Marco Island, Florida for two months a year, January and February. Um, that's another benefit of having a, you know, a, a business that's on autopilot and a nice small team. But I go there two months a year and ahead of time, I think about something I'm going to do for the following year. So last year, I got a really good CRM going into this year. I decided I needed to get another way uh, to stay top of mind. And email marketing is uh, tough. Uh, you can't call people every day. You can't text them every day. So I did a little bit of research and I discovered that Facebook groups are completely transparent and highly promoted by Facebook. Um, every major corporation, every major university uh, uses Facebook groups to communicate with their students, their teachers, their employees. Uh, it's become a utility. It's not a gimmick. It's not TikTok. It's not Snapchat. It's a utility. 70% uh, of humans in the United States are on Facebook and almost 80% of those are on it daily. And there's 600 million Facebook groups and about half of Facebook users are a member of at least one group. Facebook knows that. Uh, I watched the Facebook or the social dilemma, and that's what made me think I need to start a group. So the end of last year, uh, about December 1st or so, I uh, started my Facebook group, Penny Real Estate uh, Friends and Family. It's a private group. I immediately started inviting everybody who is a Facebook friend, and I'm not a social media person, really. I'm using this as a social CRM. That's all I care about. So I, I invited, we got about 100 people in there within a couple of days. I got my five team members uh, to invite their friends. Every day we're searching for our past clients now. Um, and we just started inviting them into the group. And then I became a freak uh, about finding engaging content. Uh, if you post things about home sales, selling stuff over list price, 26 offers, uh, people turn you out and all it does is sends the wrong message to the marketplace. Uh, it just scares buyers off. I mean, there's just nothing good. It makes sellers think they don't need us. So I, I started coming up with really engaging content, asking questions, uh, some architectural stuff. It's all, everything's questions just to get people uh, talking. Uh, so that was uh, December. Uh, by January, um, I had about 400. Uh, my business coach asked me to do a webinar for uh, his coaching clients and at that point, I realized that there's a giant hole in the marketplace. Facebook groups for realtors could be really, really good if you want to stay top of mind daily. And at that point, I decided I was going to start helping other realtors. But we've got eight, 813 uh, members, uh, which are human beings. Every one of them knows, likes, and trusts us. Every one of them we had a prior relationship with. And now I've got 813 members in there. We're trying to get to 1,000. Uh, and we just, uh, it's like a client event every day. And we stay top of mind with these people every day. It's been phenomenal. Love it. Uh, Folks, this isn't about like saying, 
buy, sell, buy, sell, buy, sell. You have to carry on the conversation. Like if you guys are always talking about work with your friends, they're going to tune you out. So like, Will, if I started calling you up every day and I'm like, hey, bro, oh, how about those interest rates? Hey, hey, dude, how about that house? Hey, dude, that are you going to ask me to go out for a beer or even go to maybe in your neck of woods, a Cleveland Indians game? No, no of course sir, not. We don't, we don't talk about uh, real estate. Every once in a while, we'll post like a bad MLS photo just to get people laughing about it. We don't talk about real estate at all. We keep that on our business page, which is worthless. It's just a static page now. 1,800 followers, no engagement whatsoever. Facebook business pages, unless you boost the posts, uh, average just under 1% uh, 1% reach. Uh, Facebook groups how, can get up to 100%. That's what Facebook- my next question. Um, well said. Uh, I didn't know it was a, a letter the less than 1%. I, I thought it was three to five on your business page. Everyone, here's the problems. Like so many agents just go, oh, and they go out and they post on their business page and that's it. They go, oh, I got to post on my business page because this is real estate content and I'm going to post on my business page. And then you get no likes and you wonder, and that's because Facebook's algorithm doesn't show your shit to anyone unless you give them money. Um, you that's have right. to run ads and your business page is just there for money, 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 money. If you're not going to run ads, you don't need a business page. Would you agree with that? Uh, it's actually 0.62% according to Google uh, reach on a business page. Uh, and it's like having a, it's like having a, uh, a billboard that's turned away from the highway. And the only way they're turning <laughs> is this, if you hit that boost post button. Yeah. hundred percent. And dude, ads, I love ads, but if you, you know, like I love running ads, but you guys have to pay to play. If you're going to run on Facebook, it's not the good old days when you used to get a bunch of likes and blah, blah, blah. But, um, yeah. so now I want you to listen to what he just said about his groups. Uh, we'll repeat that for us real, real quick. 100% reach. So what happens within a group with posts? How many people see it? What's the algorithm? We get between 30 and 100% uh, reach on every post. Uh, most of our posts were, uh, we've got 813 members. Most of our posts within a day are getting four to 600 reach. Love it. And if you think about it, any group that you're a member of, Every time they post in that group, you see it at the top of your Facebook feed, whether mobile or desktop. Yeah. So it's like a postcard. The way I look at it with a group, if you send a postcard out every week, if someone picks it up, looks at it, throws it in the trash, they still saw it. Yes. They still saw it. So Did even you listen to my show before? I have, I'm going to from now on. I started looking <laughs> the other day and I really like it a lot. I, um, so... Basically, it's like a postcard that goes in the trash, but they still saw it. So when you right. post to your group, even if they don't like it or comment, because most people don't, just like most people don't complain at a bad restaurant, they just don't go back. So even if they don't like it, hit the like button, they still see it. It's still an engagement. So some people will like it. Some, uh, some people will comment. But what happens is new people into the group, there's... There's this dynamic where they see that you've got 800 members in your group, or even if it's 100 or 150, it doesn't, not everyone's going to be like me where they're going to, you know, blow everything up. But even if you've got 100, 150, you invite, if I invite you into my group and you see that there's posts, people are commenting, you see I've got 150 members. What that does is it solidifies in your mind that I'm legit. Yep. Right. So it's, it's all, it's, it's another form of social proof, Mike. Yep. So, so uh, here are the stats on those guys. Let me, um, he has 813 people statistically 10 to 15% of them are moving. So we're looking at about 80 to 120 moves. You're going to have some rents in there, but 100% of the 813 have a referral for him. He becomes more referable 
the more he's referable, the more marketable he becomes. You got to remain on top of mind um, for this stuff, you guys. And uh, that's what it is. Very well said. Um, I always say that same line, Will. I'm like, if I don't, I go direct mail has always been one of my top lead sources. And the reason wasn't because of direct mail. It was because direct mail gets a 100% reach. And even if someone throws the postcard or the letter in the trash before um, they still, they, you still physically engaged with them. They still took mental acknowledgement of your existence. And as long as you have that, um, you attract business. I mean, that's, this isn't rocket science. This is mathematical. What Will's doing is no differently than what Bad Bath and Beyond does with their 20% off coupons. You guys, um, he's just doing it on Facebook. Bad Bath and Beyond sends you guys these coupons every month, but no one brings them to the store to actually check out with them. But at the same time, no one throws them away either. When you get to the store, you scan your email for the same damn coupon. If Bad Bath and Beyond stops farming their customers with coupons, they stop getting referral business. That's what this is about. You must be everywhere all the time. It's so important with attention nowadays to maintain it because it's very easy to be forgotten about. Um, well, I'm going to go out and take a wild, wild guess. And um, you probably don't log on to Facebook too much and see a bunch of people who bought or sold without you, do you? No, I, um, and before my group, I, I would wish people happy birthdays and stuff, but I don't even use Facebook. I go on there every night for about 15 minutes in a very structured way. And I like post, I comment, I treat it just like a client event every day. So you, and you do it. So you have it structured per night. Like what's, what's like, how much, how much time are you spending? Cause this is what I, I hear us all the time with agents. Like I don't have time for social media, dude. You don't have time not to be on social media is my right. answer back. Like it's either, do you like money? Do you like closings? We well, got to adapt to what's going on. You guys, how often, give me the time frame that you're spending on social all per, right. per night. So here, per week. I, uh, okay. So I'm spending face. Here's the cool thing in Facebook group. They have a scheduler. So you can actually post your content weeks in advance, okay? So it takes maybe um, it take it takes maybe uh, thirty minutes a day a week to post the content. I go on for ten minutes a night with my laptop on the couch before I start watching Netflix, and I just flip on there, see the notification, open my group up, go through, and my team does this too. And I have an ad, and I post all my stuff myself. So anyone realtors are just saying, "Oh, I don't have time for this." I have a team of six. I have two businesses. I sell 80 homes a year myself, manage my team, oversee 217 transactions, still post to this and still have time. And I go away for two months a year. So it's a, and J Jeff Bezos is, makes billions a year and he does more than all of us. So it's just a matter of prioritizing. So I go on 10 to 15 minutes a night and I just like the post. And I just like walking around a brewery when you have a, a client event, you walk around and see, you know, shake hands. It's a, Facebook's created a tool that you you can use. It's just like face-to-face -face interaction. In fact, COVID's made it that way. COVID made it that way. People have used Facebook and Facebook groups to replace face-to-face -face interactions. So you can now have a group, in my case, 800 human beings. I mean, think of, that's like a, 800. I mean, that's a massive amount of people. And with one post, I can hit everybody. And then all I got to do is uh, chat with them. It's the easiest thing ever. And it's not a magic wand. I mean, we do all our other stuff. We're having a, a client event. We have a real newsletter that we mail out. We have, you know, we call and text our clients quarterly. Um, we do all that stuff. I do some Facebook retargeting ads, um, you know, to just travel around. I mean, uh, on the, uh, follow them around rather. But this group has just become the engine of our 
it will be over time the engine of our business because everyone's on Facebook every day, whether we like it or not. Yep. Do you have the uh, statistics on personal page uh, reach? Yep. Uh, so in 2018, uh, Facebook changed the their algorithm. Uh, I only know this because I was I you know I spent a lot of time researching this. The 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 Facebook personal page, the algorithm changed. There was a lot of complaints uh, with Facebook users that, uh, especially during political times, that people they don't they don't like the bragging. They don't like seeing everybody else's kids being smarter than your kids. They don't want to see you know all food. So. Basically, people were getting off Facebook because they'd see 100. It was overstimulating. They'd see 100 posts a day. So in 2018, they changed the algorithm so that they only showed you posts of other people who they determined that you have a relationship with. You like their posts. They like yours. So statistically, I think it's about, isn't it about 15% of your posts are going to be seen by uh, 15% of your friends will see any given post. So realtors that are using their personal pages, thinking that they're bucking the system, they, and they've got a thousand Facebook friends, they're get, the same ones are seeing it every day. Yep. And you can't change that by putting type or copy, you know, like the things that they tell you you can do. You can't yeah. beat Facebook algorithm. Well said. So let's just, let's just dig deep uh, with that. So like, let's, and th- this is the reason why a lot of people, I believe, don't post too much on social media. They think they're feeling, like, oh, I'm being annoying. I'm being annoying. Well, first off, if you're posting annoying shit, then yes, you're being annoying. But <laughs> if you have, you have to realize that no one, nobody's like 85% of your quote unquote friends aren't seeing your stuff. Right. And the only reason like Will's 100% on the money here, you guys, um, it's about remaining present. Okay. So if 85% of your referral sources or your sources of business are not seeing your content, um, there's someone else's that they're seeing. Trust me, you could trip over a real estate agent in just about any market in the United States nowadays. So it's not a matter of if you're not marketing them, trust me, somebody else is. And that's the same damn reason why you log on to Facebook and you see little cousin Billy, that little prick who just got his license, took the $2 million listing from you. You know why? Because they forgot you exist. And Billy has bloodline relationship with them and blood is thicker than water. Attention is monetary. Attention is the new digital currency, you guys. And all he's really doing is digital door knocking his database through a Facebook group. What's the difference between him knocking on a door and dropping off a seed packet or a pop by than just showing up every day on social media. The difference is, is that he's doing it more frequently because you can't drop off a social media seed packet each and every day. You'd burn out. You called it, man. You, you're speaking my language because, and again, I'm in my business. It, for me, I want to be as efficient as possible. You know, we did $1.6 million in GCI last year. Uh, my, my, Three of my five team members are salaried. So that's a whole other conversation. They're W-2 employees. So I have yeah. a very productive um, little, little team. And I, I just found that the Facebook group enabled me to stay in touch with them every day. And I've said this to my team in order to get them on board. I'm like, you can't go drop off American flags every day. You can't text every day. You can't email every day. You can't anything that you've done in the past. You can't do every day. You're on the platform that they're on already. And COVID has made it so that people, because they're not at work with their phone, they can look at Facebook or TikTok all day long. And the people that are making the decisions in the households are going to be middle-aged people in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. They're all on Facebook. Yep. So uh, it, it, you can engage them every day. Our posts, honestly, will have like pictures of four different vacation homes and say, which one do you like? Or we'll say, um, 
what was your favorite what's your favorite song if you had a theme song what would it be what's the worst movie you've ever seen you'd think that that and i've had people say because i've got other realtors that i help with this quite a lot of them and they started off saying well this isn't real estate i'm thinking if you want to clear a room all you got to do is say i just listed a house we got 56 showings and 27 offers and it sold for 100 grand list you're going to clear the room <laughs> you might as well drop a big fart in the pants that's what's going to happen <laughs> it's repellent and it's sending the wrong message it's sending a message to buyers saying i shouldn't buy and sellers saying we don't need you and, and i think there's a third message I, I think you feel like a piece of meat like uh, Will, when's the last time you invested some money with like a financial planner or something? Like someone you gave money to that was just all over your shit until you gave them money. And the and second they, you do, then they disappear. And then you're subconsciously, whether you're not, you want to admit it, you're thinking out self, you're thinking to yourself like, wow, that guy's a total dick. I now know what he was all about. This is the way people think, you guys. Like 80% of clients and home buyers, the reason why they don't use you again is because 80% of them forget your fucking name, period. Right. So if you, how are you going to run a referral based business where 85 percent of business comes from people you already know, like and trust without staying in touch with the people, you know, like and trust this entire business is a giant popularity contest because 78 percent use the first person they come into contact with. That just happens to be someone they know or they're referred to. There's a direct correlation with that. Why do you think so many people um, because the way you're, you're it's, it's just so it's, it's simple, right? This isn't rocket science. Um, it's a popularity contest. And so many people want to make that largest investment with someone they know, like and trust. They don't want to do it with some slick salesman that won the top award for the most closed units in a year. They want to do that with someone to be like, hey, will you please talk me out if, if I'm making a bad decision? And most of that happens through one-on-one, -on -one, belly to belly, personal relationships. I love it, man. Can I add one thing to what you were please. saying? Yeah. So what... I'm a, um, I get somewhat neurotic about, I don't want to ever wake up and, and be like um, Al's VCR repair shop. Okay. <laughs> so I, you know, we have a moving truck that we loan to our clients. I'm in a sea of large brands and I have an independent brokerage, independent, not powered by anyone. It's penny real estate. And I, we, we bought a moving truck. We started a staging company, you know, so we're, we're trying to add, 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 add value. But the big thing the thing that got me really sweating is that comp Dave Ramsey, home light, effective agent, fast expert, uh, ideal agent, Zillow, those companies are advertising on television yep. to get to your people before you. Yes. Okay. So it's not just, you know, uh, nephew Billy, who's been licensed for six weeks and they hire him because he's blood. The biggest thing that these realtors need to be aware of in this day and age is that there are people spending millions and millions of dollars to get in front of your clients before you offering discounted commissions, high, you know, big time agents at a discounted rate. And I take referrals from some of these companies. And I started thinking last year, every one of those referrals I get where they hire me because of the connection with this third party company that takes 35% of my commission bought a house with someone else and they didn't call, you know, and I'm here yeah. now because they called fast expert. Why did they call fast expert? Yep. Fast experts, a fine company. I'm not, I'm just saying, but why did they call them? Because their agent, if their agent would have stayed top of mind on, on a daily basis and stayed in their head and kept the trust level high, they would have never called fast expert in the first place. Yes. 
nobody cares about these discounts either. You guys like people don't, people don't care about what you charge. That's, that's just a fallacy. They care that what they care about is that it's justified at the end of the day. Like if you help sell, if Will's a kick-ass agent and he helps sell someone's house, do you think that someone is really going to care of a 0.5 difference? They don't at the end of the day, as long as they feel like they got the service that they paid for. It's no differently than when you go to a really high-end restaurant, you go to a five-star restaurant. Me and Will might go out to dinner next time he's in San Diego or if I'm ever in a- Akron. A- a- Akron? Akron. Uh, it's Akron. Akron. All right, sorry. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but I am- I'm going to San Diego. I love that city. So, uh, but dude, it's, it's, this is, it's so right on. So like, let's talk about brand because that's what we're really chatting about here. Uh, my favorite topic. So um, there's only one way to compete against these. Cause this is coming down the pipe. The interruption isn't going to change this time. The difference between now and 2007, you guys is very simple. Um, and the one, if you're sitting there thinking, oh, these interrupters are going to disappear at the next shift. They're not because the difference is big tech and, and uh, Wall Street is involved in this and they have endless amounts of money. And right now they're drowning the airwaves because they're backed by venture capitalists that will fucking outspend you every minute of the day. And the only way you're ever going to compete back against big tech is very simple. It's through the relationship you have with your network. You are... 150% spot on, which is why, again, this, I don't care about the tools, but the, you know, the tools I use are the ones that I feel are the best way to stay in touch with the most people in the most efficient way as often as I possibly can. So let's talk about content um, a little bit. Um, and why is it, I, I blame the gurus, dude. Like I blame, you know who you guys are. Um, I blame the gurus on trying on this slick salesman stuff because I believe that like what's happened and Will, you've been doing this a little bit longer than me. I was in 02 when I started, but the uh, um, at that time you used to have to wear a suit, man. Like I would walk down city of Chicago wearing a suit. I'd have to dress up. Like now you see me in sandals, ripped jeans and like a t-shirt that probably has a coffee stain on it. But um, the reason I think social has really personalized um, the business, but I do remember like this level of professionalism. I'm not saying you don't be professional, but there's a way to be personally professional within the business today. And people, it's true. People don't care. Like they don't, back then they used to assume that you had to be with a big brand. They would think that the brand had something to do with the sale. Today, that's flipped up upside down. Will's proving it in his market. He just said it. He's a small independent brokerages. He's probably competing against Compass and Realogy brands and all of that other stuff because the consumers don't give a shit who they hire to sell their house. All they want to know is the peace of mind that their largest investment is going to be taken care of. And that's exactly why you lose a couple of deals to Aunt Susie, the blue haired realtor who got her license, but doesn't know how to log on to the MLS yet or little cousin Billy who just got his damn license and doesn't even know how to input a listing. Relationship trumps all. It always will. And this business will always be belly to belly. And the process is bigger than the product, which is why we're always going to have jobs. If you want to stay relevant, we are not going to be eliminated by technology. It would have happened by now. The comparison between us and travel agents makes me ill. Uh, the process is bigger than the product. The process getting, is becoming more complicated, not less. And all technology has done is shorten the uh, A to B, which is I'd like to buy a house and finding a house. From, okay, I found a house, 
offer to closing has gotten more complicated and technology hasn't changed any of it, nor will it anytime soon, because the banks aren't going to let that happen. Unless everyone becomes a cash buyer, you're not going to have people just opening up houses on a Zillow lockbox and going in by themselves and entering into a, you know, a, a million dollar or a hundred thousand dollar transaction on their own with a tablet. They're not going to do it. The process is bigger than the product. And that's that. So let's talk a little about big picture. This is right on. This is the stuff you guys got to be looking at. Like there's a paradigm shift. I do think, um, you know, there's, there are adaptions that um, you need to make, but ultimately um, people are going to hire you, not the brand you're going to be affiliated with or whatever it is you do. But what are you seeing in regards to commission compression? Because here's what I think is happening. And I think it's a real thing. So I get people in Arizona, people all over the country that we do video work for. And I see what's coming down. And Arizona just happens to be iBuyer Central. Okay. Scottsdale, right. Phoenix specifically. Every iBuyer is there, which also means what? That there's a lot of money being spent on airways. There's a lot of money being drowned on the airways. And as a matter of fact, the average, if you guys aren't in Arizona, if you are, tell me if I'm wrong. Please write into the show. But from what our clients are telling us is that the average commission is now 4%, 2% each side. I don't think that's coming back. Um, and you, that's a direct result of every iBuyer being in that marketplace, guru heaven, and it's just a ground zero for iBuying and alternative ways to buying or selling real estate. And commission compression is there. It's their test market, you guys, and it's going to be in every single market in the future. Now, back to this. This is what we're talking about with these airwaves being drowned out why you have to fight back, but you don't need to spend the same amount of money as they do. You just have to stay in front of your core 300, 200, 250. And everybody has one of those. Um, every person, there's a great book. I don't know if you ever read this book. It's by Joe Girard. Uh, he's the world's greatest salesman. And this guy was out of Metropolis, Detroit. And uh, he, he, I don't think he still holds the Guinness Book of World Records for the most used car sales um, ever. And I believe it was 343 sales in a course of a year from a Chevy dealership. Now, these were not sales. Uh, these weren't bulk sales. Like if I get a condo listing with 40 units, great. That's one listing, right? Not 40. But this is individual belly to belly. Now, here's the centerpiece of his whole thing, which he calls the, I think he calls it the rule of 250. He goes, listen, I don't care. I never cared about selling the car because each car I sold was just a stepping stone to the next transaction. So what he cared about was that he knew that every single person he helped buy a used car, that that person had a group of 250 people that he wanted to be introduced to. And the same thing, he'd sell them a call, they need 250 people he would be introduced to. He followed that philosophy because everybody knows someone who's going to buy a used car that year. Well, that's how he sold 343 deals in a year. So my challenge to you guys is this. When you, you don't spike the football, after you close the first transaction with someone, you spike the football after you've, after you've closed your third or fifth, either directly or indirectly from referrals you've gotten. When you're playing the long game in this business, there's a reason why some people in your market um, that you may despise, you're like, how's this dude selling more houses than me? He's a complete moron. Well, he's way more popular than you are. He has a better connection with his database than you do. People know who he is. Nothing that you can't overcome though, is it? So- Not if you work at it. Don't overthink this stuff, you guys. Like the relationships we have is monetary. I used to tell my agents um, every relationship we have, and I, 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 I don't think you could put a value on it, but I used to just say, for time's sake, let's just say every person you know, you look around, look at your Facebook list. I believe everyone's already a millionaire that they just haven't collected their income yet because it's still sitting in the accounts receivable sections. 
And why I say that is because the average person buys three to five houses over the course of their lifetime. So if I start working with somebody, my goal is not to sell them one house. My goal is to sell them three houses, five houses over the course of their lifetime. But I have to remain in relationship to make that happen. It's short change to revalue a relationship at $25,000 though, because three to five houses over the course of their lifetime, I'm going to make $25,000 off of that. What I cannot account for is the amount of people they can introduce me to that I could do the same fucking thing with. That's where this business is at. And that's true leverage and attraction and building a brand. And that's why you need to do one in the first place. You are spot on once again. Um, according to the NAR, the average person runs into uh, three people a year who move. Yeah. Yeah, that's I, it's three. I, mean, uh, I just say that everyone knows someone who, who lives somewhere and they're going to refer someone, right? Like everyone refers someone everything, something like they're going to, you're going to get referred. So the question is, is it going to be you or is it going to be cousin Billy? 67, according to the NAR, again, if you can believe any of that, 67% of home sellers rely on a personal referral. Uh, seven out of 10 home sellers uh, work with the first agent they talk to. Yep. Exactly and we're right. talking about seller leads and, you know, how do I get some seller leads? All you got to do is have several hundred human beings who trust you and stay in their heads every day. That's, <laughs> yes, that's it. You're hundred percent right. That's the, that's the business, but you have to be in multiple touches. Like you're not just using Facebook. I don't know if you guys picked this no. up. He's sending out newsletters. That's physical. That's direct mailing. He's we still sending out emails. He's texting. Yeah. It's great. Uh, um, I, very well said, dude. When everyone else is getting drunk on July 4th, I'm sending out texts to my core advocates saying, Hey, happy, th happy July 4th. Uh, we have that, a do you have a beer though while you're doing that at least like you have a little well, bit of fun with that will <laughs> you can i'm pretty skinny i run a lot i can drink three cores lights before you don't think i'm funny <laughs> <laughs> very very cool dude i think he fucking knocked us out of the park folks i want you to listen to what he said and uh really take it to heart um i just did a video in a sort of a spoof video but i come out i'm like it is time to declare freedom from all the lead generation strategies that just don't work anymore. And I go through this like big tirade, but folks, I'm, I mean that like stop chasing the shiny objects in this business that cost thousands and thousands of dollars away every I mean, a month people, there's so much wasted money in this business because I believe people are chasing a bunch of strangers versus just staying in front of the people they already know. And that's why we, you know, four out of five people don't make it past five years in this business, you're taught to chase the wrong people. That'd be like me opening up my taco stand and telling me, telling someone to sell me the wrong meat to make my tacos with. That's exactly what's happening. So Will, why don't you go ahead and talk to, uh, tell everyone how they could find you because you also have a uh, coaching program on this that you can help people build this Facebook group if you like. So why don't you tell them a little bit about that and then uh, yes, we'll so, go ahead and get this wrap. Thank you so much, Mike. So uh, I did a webinar for my business coach in January with his top realtors about starting their own Facebook groups. And everyone afterwards says, well, how do we come up with content? How do we be consistent? So I started a company. And again, I'm still an active realtor, man. I'm not some guy on the outside. I still sell houses. I was on two listing appointments today. I'm not going anywhere. Um, I started a company called Social Orchard, S-O-C-I-A-L Orchard, O-R-C-H-A-R-D. It's socialorchard.com. And basically, um, we... You can go to that website and get a seven-day free trial. Um, get all the we give you all the content for a month and training videos and help, and it's cheap. It's eighty-nine dollars for solo agents, one forty-nine for a team, and then we also help loan officers. 
because we have the loan officers. They actually give the content to their realtor partners to take the control back and they have the realtors endorse them in the group once a month. Oh. That's three. And so if somebody wants help with their group, uh, I've got a bunch of, I've, I've already got a few dozen realtors, big teams that we're helping and no, no one's bailed out yet. They, they like it because it makes it easy for them and it's cheap. Love it, dude. Thank you for uh, sharing this, dude. Um, really good. And this guy's right on. Make sure you follow him on social and check out his stuff. And folks, thank you for listening to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. Folks, if you need to get on video, that is exactly what you do. A lot of the topics we talked about today, we like farming our stranger or our, our, our network with video content. It's another way you become unforgettable because nobody cares about or no one remembers what you say. They remember the impact your presence makes. And that's really what video does. Video is not lead generation. It is impactful. It allows you to stay on top of mind. So people can't forget who the hell you are and more importantly, what the hell you do. So you have to become more referable before you can ever attract business. And that's exactly what we help you with. So if you're interested in learning how to script edit and distribute more videos, you don't need to hire a bunch of lead generation companies. You don't need more leads. You need more dudes. You need to call us up and visit us at realestatemarketingdude.com. That's realestatemarketingdude.com. Thanks for leaving your reviews. Why don't you go ahead and uh, follow us on our social platforms as well. And if you're really interested in something else we're doing, you want to find another way to attract listings, you should check out our new course called Listing Advocate. Listing Advocate is all about adapting multiple options to your listing marketing plan. So you could beat out these fucking iBuyers and offer the same shit you are, they are offering. You just have a whole lot better terms. So two ways you attract you offer something different or you stand out above the rest. That's it. This business is very simple. Thank you guys for listening to another episode. We'll see you on next week's show. Will, pleasure, dude. Thank you guys. Peace. Thank you for watching another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. If you need help with video or finding out what your brand is, visit our website at www.realestatemarketingdude.com. We make branding and video content creation simple and do everything for you. So if you have any additional questions, visit the site, download the training, and then schedule time to speak with a dude and get you rolling in your local marketplace. Thanks for watching another episode of the podcast. We'll see you next time.